0: Hello, language and culture lovers. This is Jules, your host of the All Things Iceland podcast. Welcome to this week's episode, which is all about why I feel Iceland is so popular. The country's popularity has been booming over the last 10 years. In fact, it is hard to find a must see destination list without this amazing place being featured. While there are many reasons why this small island nation located in the North Atlantic Ocean is so popular, I'm sharing my top six. I split this podcast into two parts to keep the episodes relatively short. Also, the list is in no particular order because I believe that each of the reasons that I share continue to have a major impact on the country's popularity. Okay, let's kick it off with the first one. The nature in Iceland. I can seriously wax poetic about the diverse and beautiful landscape of Iceland all day. It really is an enchanting place that will surprise and delight you. I like to think of this country as a foreign planet because it is so unlike anywhere else on earth. The dark long winters are a wonderland of snow and ice There are powerful windstorms during this time of the year that really show you how intense Mother Nature can be in this country. And if you're lucky, you might even get a delightful northern light show. During the summer, everything springs to life. Even the people are just way more lively. And you can enjoy 24 hours of daylight for a few months this land of contrast gives you ample opportunity to enjoy loads of activities in each season. Some of the most notable natural wonders in Iceland are bubbling hot springs, glaciers, active volcanoes, lava rock, black sand beaches, colorful mountains, whether you're in the highlands or just even driving around the country, the vibrant green moss that is lays just as far as the eye can see, iceberg-filled glacier lagoons that are famous from different movies, countless waterfalls, and remote wilderness. The diversity and beauty here almost seem endless. The power of Icelandic nature usually just affects people who live on the island or those who are visiting, so maybe your flight might get disrupted or you won't be able to travel on the road because there's a windstorm or a snowstorm. However, in 2010, Eyjafjallajökull, an active volcano, erupted. Strong winds pushed the ash from the volcano into the direction of major flight routes, which interrupted international airline travel for people around the world. This infamous eruption put the spotlight on Iceland for quite some time. Granted, it wasn't exactly the most positive spotlight, but it was hilarious for a lot of Icelandic people to watch newscasters try to pronounce the name of the volcano. I think that's probably the most notable thing that came out of the country <laughs> at the time. On the land and in the sea surrounding the island live fascinating animals. If you drive on the Ring Road, which is the main road that goes around the country, during the summertime, you will come across roaming sheep and lamb who are pretty much roaming around as if they own the place, and to be honest, they pretty much do, they outnumber the Icelandic population two to one. You're also likely to spot majestic Icelandic horses grazing or galloping in open fields. If you go to certain parts of the country, you might even come across the cunning Arctic fox, which, like I mentioned, can be found in different places in Iceland, but the largest population of them can be found in the west fjords. If you're willing to head into very remote regions in the east, you might even spot a reindeer. When it comes to birds, there is no shortage of them in Iceland. About 370 bird species can be found in the country, but their presence and whereabouts depends on their breeding habits and season. The adorable puffin is a popular bird that many people flock to see in Iceland, pun intended. But it is only possible to see them between May and August when they are breeding. Otherwise, they are out living on the sea, uh, but they just come in during that time to breed and develop their youngin (laughs) on the edge of some really intense cliffs. Luckily, you can see these fascinating birds in different parts of the country, I've had the privilege of viewing puffins up close in the West Fjords, an area of Iceland that I highly recommend that people go to visit, and they are even more cute than they are in the pictures. In regards to the sea that surrounds Iceland, various whale species and seals have been spotted. Summertime is your best bet for whale watching, so just keep that in mind if you plan to visit. The country's nature and animals have been popular among nature lovers and adventure enthusiasts circles for decades. Over the last few years, the internet, specifically social media, has helped to spread the word about just how amazing the nature is in the land of fire and ice. Number two, the Icelandic people. Many people think of Iceland as the land of Vikings. While invading foreign lands is a part of their history, Icelandic people are much different now. Their family-centered culture mixes modern European living with traditional holidays and celebrations. One of the most notable aspects of the people is their intriguing language. If you think it sounds strange, you're not alone. Icelandic people cherish their unique mother tongue and are working hard to preserve it. If you're curious about the history of the Icelandic language, check out episode two of this podcast, which is named A Brief History of the Icelandic Language. And I go over how Icelandic came to be, how it was formed, and how it evolved or kind of how it didn't evolve over time and why that's made the language so unique. There's a rich culture of storytelling through written word and literary text here. People the world over have heard about or read the famous sagas, as well as there are many tales of hidden people, trolls, and all, all sorts of mythical creatures that may or may not exist. It seems as though creativity courses through Icelanders' veins. If you're a fan of music, you might have heard of some of the famous Icelandic artists, such as Björk Sigaros, of Monsters and Men and Emiliana Torini who is half Icelandic and half Italian. This is just a handful of Icelandic artists that are sharing their passion with the world. Below in the show notes, I've included a Spotify list of Icelandic artists if you want to check that out, just so you can get an idea of some of the artists who are locally known here in the country and just broaden your horizons. A lot of the music that comes out of Iceland or that is spread throughout Iceland is quite good. And of course, a lot of it is channeling maybe some other artists from more well-known genres uh, or even just artists from places, you know, in the U.S. or wherever else. But it's kind of cool to see the spin that Icelandic artists put on it in order to make the music unique. Along with producing great literature and music, as well as being the descendants of Vikings, Icelandic people have become popular for having one of the happiest and most peaceful countries in the world. And I'm saying that based off of the happiness index and the peaceful country index that has been shared. And I have links to those if you want to find out more about how they are ranked I believe that for 2017, Iceland ranked number four as the happiest country in the world and number one as the most peaceful, which they've been holding on to the number one spot for the most peaceful country in the world for quite a while. So definitely check that out in the show notes. With knowing all of this, it's not hard to see why so many people are interested in exploring this place and getting a glimpse of what life is like here. And of course, learning more about the people. Number three, and the last reason of why Iceland is so popular for this particular episode, is the men's national football team. While the men's national football team are Icelandic people, yes, I know, I decided to talk about them separately as a reason for Iceland's popularity boom. They have had a major impact on sparking people's interest in this country. With about 3.5 billion fans in the world... Football, or soccer for my U.S. listeners, is by far the most popular sport in the world. The team first garnered a lot of attention in 2014 when they made it to the qualifying rounds of the FIFA World Cup. That year, they reached the playoffs but ended up losing to Croatia. It's possible that people thought, okay, you know, Iceland got lucky, no big deal. But the next time that the team stunned the world was in 2016. They made it to the UEFA European Championship. This was the first time that they made it to a major tournament like this. In a dazzling show of athleticism, grit, and passion for the game, Iceland knocked out the Netherlands and England to make it to the quarterfinals. No one expected them to make it that far. In fact, I think the Icelandic team was even shocked that they had beat England. You might be familiar with the Viking clap that the team does after victory or the huh that goes along with the uh, clap after victory or just to celebrate. If not, I have included a GIF in the show notes and you can see how it's done. Maybe practice if you're going to watch a game in the future. It's pretty cool. And a lot of people love imitating it all over the world. But anyway, back to the European Championship. They ended up losing to France in the quarterfinals, but they still walked away winners because the team had proven that they are competitors that must be taken seriously. Fast forward to October 2017, and the men's team stunned the world again by qualifying for the 2018 FIFA World Cup Finals in Russia. I can't even begin to tell you how huge this is for the country and how amazed Shocked, happy, overjoyed, maybe is a better word, that the people of Iceland are, that the men's team is going to the finals in Russia. They are the smallest nation ever by population to qualify for the World Cup finals. Basically, every time the men's team plays in major tournaments like this, the interest in Iceland spikes on the internet. Even though the men's team is getting a lot of attention the women's team has made a historic win as well. During a World Cup qualifying match in 2017, they amazed football fans by defeating the Germans. The German women's team hadn't lost a match in the qualifiers since 1998. So yeah, they were a little sour about that one. <laughs> that historic and shocking win shows that the Icelandic women's team are serious contenders in the sport as well. Making historic wins in football matches has made Iceland a darling of the sport around the world. Win or lose in June in Russia, the country wins because people more than ever want to learn about and visit this fascinating place. So those are my first three out of six reasons why Iceland is so popular. In the next segment of the show, you're going to hear about a random fact about Iceland, which is... Even though the country is called Iceland, only about 10% of the country is covered in ice. The more you know. Now on to the last part of the episode, which is the Icelandic word of the episode. Earlier, uh, when I was talking about Icelandic nature, I mentioned a specific volcano, infamous volcano that erupted in 2010, that is pronounced Eyjafjallajökull. And I thought it might be fun to teach you how to pronounce this word. This word is made up of three individual Icelandic words, the first being eyja, which means island, fiatla, which means mountain, and jökull, which means glacier. So all together, it's eyja, fjætla, jökull. Now you're hearing me make a sound in the word, And it's essentially, it's a double L. So if you look in the show notes, you'll see how the word is spelled. And you'll see two instances in which there is a double L. That sound for this particular word is as if I'm pushing my breath between my teeth. So type of sound. So if you clench your teeth together and try to push air through them, that's kind of the sound. I sometimes practice making that sound if I know I have to pronounce a word like this, just because it makes it easier for it to to flow and come out. But just keep that in mind. So when you're saying the word, it's first is ella, fiatla, yokut. Now you know how to say this infamous volcano that erupted in 2010. You can practice it, share it with people, whatever suits your fancy. But now you're aware of how to say it. In the very next episode, I will continue on with the last three reasons for why Iceland is so popular. So make sure you stay tuned. If you have enjoyed this episode of All Things Iceland, please subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an update. If you are listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, or any other platform that allows reviews, please leave a review. Okay, gott folk. Tack er för att er fyrligt att klysta och tjamst flötlägga!